Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the newest episode of the Habit Queen podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about something that's been bothering me for a long time. Honestly, it comes from my own experience, and that's why when I see it now, when women are really paying a lot of attention to what someone or somebody tells or thinks about them. So when I see women who really deeply care and worry about what others would think of them, I feel like I'm throwing myself back to the past where I was in totally different shoes. I was wearing totally different shoes. And I'm going to paint a picture for you so that you know. Because right now you think, okay, who's this girl, Anya Perry, with a Russian accent, having a podcast, running her business, doing all the badass stuff. And I want you to know that about uh, 15, 20 years ago, yeah, I'm not that young, 15, 20 years ago, when I was when I was young, when I was in my teens, I was a girl who was seeing a lot of floor. I was seeing lots of floors because I was never lifting my gaze up. I was terrified walking into a room full of people. I never was a child. We never had a video camera. I grew up in a poor family. I never had a video camera, so I don't know if there is a video of me until probably I was in my 20s. But I would never, I hated pictures of me being taken. I hated when someone was singing. I could not stand like looking up at people and being on stage. I absolutely felt like mortified every time I had to do something in school for that. And it's funny because I was also a performer. I played piano since I was six. And as a piano player, you're required to pass a few tests where you see the your exam moderators, um, teachers watching you, usually three, four people evaluating you. And I still didn't like that, and especially when I was young. And I was so, so insecure, slouched shoulders, covered in acne since I was 16, uh, big, big, big hair, and just that awkward child who was nerdy. I was not nerdy, science nerdy. I was just a geek. I was re- loving, I loved to read and learn. And who knew that, you know, over time, and I really, really worried about what people were saying about me. I was an outcast in my class. I had girlfriends, a couple of close girlfriends who later kind of joined the main pack and started mocking me. I was bullied. All of that beautiful, you know, childhood that I hope your kids are not going through. I hope nobody's ever has to go through that because... You know, I don't have good memories of certain things. I have a lot of good memories, but living that 
closed life and feeling so awkward and constantly ruminating about anything that's been whispered in a room and I felt like this was about me and if it was about me I wanted to know what it was and then it would bother me for days and it was hard to make decisions it was hard to know what exactly I want it was hard to know who the fuck I am because I was building my self-worth of what people were saying, what what my parents were saying about me. And it was, at some point, it started destroying me when I was in early my early 20s. And when I decided to move to the United States, it was actually liberating. Because I always thought there was something wrong with my legs. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because nothing is wrong with my legs. And I would never wear a skirt as a girl. I only wore a skirt when I was forced to do so. And when I moved here, I was not afraid to expose my skin to in the summer and to wear skirts and not feel so self-conscious about myself. And I'm sharing a lot of intimate details with you guys here. And I hope you're listening thinking, oh my goodness, who is this person? Is she talking about someone who is really lived in her skin? And it is true. All of it is true. So I really ache when I see someone really, really worrying about what people tell think or how people judge them yesterday something interesting happened i unfollowed some people on instagram i like to clean up my my followers and someone sent me a message saying asking me what happened why i unfollowed her which honestly if i had all the time in the world i would never do that because i do care and people have the right to do whatever the hell they want to do why would you spend time asking me why i unfollowed her And it bothered me for about two hours. And honestly, me in the past, I would never do what I did yesterday. Uh, It would bother me. I would start thinking, projecting, thinking, what did I do wrong? Who am I? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to go back and follow her back. What I did, I sent her a message saying, "Um, I'm just curious. What made you follow up with me and ask me this question? Why I unfollowed you? (laughs) Because I was just like... I kind of don't care what she has, if she's gonna judge me and what she's gonna think of me for this question, but I wanna satisfy my curiosity, so I did. Anyways, just to give you an idea, we often think that the world is a stage, that everybody's watching us and we have to be perfect and we have to be good and we have to always make the right decisions. We can never fail. We can never do something wrong or bad or say something in the matter nobody's going to like. Here's the ugly truth. Everybody's too freaking busy to care. Everybody is living in their heads with their problems. And sometimes we do need care, right? We need to pay attention to certain social injustice issues in our country. We do need to care about things that affect our lives. But most of the time, we're too self-centered and too consumed by our our own challenges and problems, myself included. We all have goals, we all have pursuits, we all have missions and passions and families and responsibilities. And yet, I find women, and if you're one of them, I want you to hear this correctly. I'm not judging because I definitely know where it comes from. And I definitely know how it feels. It feels pretty miserable. It feels like you're locking yourself in a vicious cycle of comparison and judgment and those voices in your head trying to evaluate what would she say, what would she think, how can I act on this. You can do a few things. 
And this is what I think your options are. Of course, there are more, but I'm going to sum them up to four options. You can try to conform to every rule out there and lose yourself. You can people please and have no voice. You can continue doing what everybody, your mom, your cat, your neighbor wants and have no voice. You can sit in your own judgment of yourself because often when we think what others are going to say, think and do about us, our actions, our words, it's projection of our own judgment. And lastly, you can stay away from taking any risks and sitting in fear about what others are going to tell about you to someone else or whatever on social media. It doesn't matter. Anywho. I'm being a little rough today and very, very um, honest and raw. And I actually wanted this episode to be this way because I don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want to sugarcoat that. First of all, we haven't been taught self-image. We haven't been taught self-confidence. We haven't been taught self-worth. I wish this was taught in school, like proper mindset and self-love and care and all of that. And this is where it comes from. It's the pain comes from there. Because we do, actually, if you do care about what others think, it tells me you're a good person. You freaking care. But I have to tell you, if you want to have your freedom, if you want to feel good in your body, in your mind, if you want to base your decisions off your own purpose, off your own vision, and not dependent on people, you got to stop caring. And I'm going to share three steps as usual, a few steps that help will help you Start making motions towards that path because it's not a matter of one day. It's not the matter of listening to this podcast episode saying, hey, I don't freaking care anymore. Goodbye, y'all. Unfortunately, that's not how it's going to happen. But you do know that creating that habit of taking care of yourself and this dimension is going to propagate so many positive changes in your life. It's going to make your decisions much faster It's going to make you way more confident and it's going to make your vision is so clear. You will know exactly what you want, how you want it, when you want it, and you're going to go for it instead of hesitating and debating in those long debates for hours. Like, what should I do here? Anywho, you ready for some steps? The first step, there are going to be five. The first step is to observe and observing not others, observe yourself. Watch yourself when you're with others. Almost like zoom out of the situation and watch yourself on the screen of TV. Do you judge them? Do you accept them as they are? Do you love them no matter what they do? Even they cut someone off or cuss someone out, did something mean. If you judge them, then often you judge yourself and it starts there. If you accept them just the way they are, it means that you're kinder to yourself. And the fact, again, that you care so much about what others think, think, it tells me that you're not an imposter. You care about being and doing good in this world. You just might not be confident enough to do what you want, and that's okay. Confidence has so many levels, honestly. It's it's an unending job to cultivate your confidence. But you're currently allowing your mental energy to be zapped and sucked by this if you constantly find yourself ruminating about what others think. And here's a secret. You will actually never know what others think until you ask. That leads me to step number two, feedback. If you're looking for constructive feedback, not just emotional feedback, 
not the feedback from your family and friends because if I was personally basing my decisions from what my husband says or from my mom said what my mom says, whew, guys, I would be sitting on a very, very safe cloud for doors surrounding me with many locks and I would be staying safe because those two of my favorite people do that. They are more risk averse than I am. And that's good. They ground me too because I'm a crazy person always going for what I want. So if you ask for constructive feedback, don't ask your friends and family. Rachel Bell, one of my mentors, taught me this thing. And it actually resonated so well with me as still I teach that as well. In her words, if you're asking for feedback, ask your mentor, your soul, or your clients, if you have clients. For the most part, that's it. Yes, you can ask feedback from friends and family, but they have a different predisposition to see you in a different light. And often it's not going to be resonating with who you are and they're going to be playing off loving and safety or the opposite side where they're going to be a little too harsh on you. And feedback from your soul is probably the most important feedback, asking yourself proper questions and learning how to navigate tough waters of confidence and self-worth starts there. The most important question I think we need to know, it's not what, you know, what we need to do in life and who we want to be, it's who we are and what brings us joy and fulfillment and how we make in our lives and everybody else's lives better. So if you're asking for feedback, just remember that. The third step you can take to stop caring and giving a shit about what others think is stop people pleasing. And it also boils down to the same important point. You gotta know what you want. You need to know what matters to you. Think about it this way. We elect in the United States, if you're listening and if you're here, we elect a president. Most countries actually do, I think. Every four years, and only 51% of people need to like him, okay? And that's like the most important person in the country. Look at it this way. All you need to care about the 50% of people in your life like you because you can't please everybody. You can't be liked and loved by anybody. And if that's your main desire, I want you to look deeper at why. I used to really want to be liked because I was disliked in school. And I felt like I was also disliked by my parents, even though they loved me to death. And that that was a decision maker for me for a long time to pursue affirmation to pursue um, acknowledgement and somebody yesing me like a puppy all the time so stop people pleasing it's very simple just stop stop trying to make sure everybody is good and okay and it's okay to take care of yourself before you do that the fourth step is to allow yourself being imperfect The biggest driver for you caring about what others think is your desire to do things the right way, to do them perfectly well and not fail and get that praise, affirmation, validation, whatever you're seeking. So when you allow yourself being imperfect, it's like allowing your child to fall on the butt and watch them get up and giggle and keep going. It's like allowing your child to draw with a permanent marker on the wall instead of getting mad at them I don't know painting the picture around them allowing things not only be black and white and allowing yourself to come across as you are 
because I think you have everything you need. I think you have all the qualities that make you so perfectly imperfect. And there is nobody else in this world, world like you. Why would you be striving to something that does not exist? Some idealistic standard that is not there. It's like a spoof phone number, you know? It's sort of there, but if you call them back, it's not there. So allow yourself being imperfect and laugh it off. Don't be so serious about it. It's not going to matter in five years. Gosh, it's not going to matter next week how imperfect you were. And lastly, I think it's a tip that I share often in many podcast episodes and I love it so much because it actually helped me deal with, deal with a lot of stress in the past is reduce the importance. Everything in life is so fleeting and so fickle and fast, all the Fs. You're not going to feel this pressure constantly and if you do, you're not living the life. You're just surviving through these heavy obstacles of heavy importance of what others think or what others, how do they look at you? How do they perceive you? If you have someone you care about in your life, ask them. Ask them, why do you think you're good? Ask them to do a superwoman exercise. I think Marie Forleo's exercise where you ask your people, your colleagues, your friends, to give them your superwoman qualities and give them five to 10 qualities to describe you as who you are. So you validate yourself this way because you already know those things and you will read them. And once you do, you will feel like your heart strings are being pulled and it's going to feel incredible because if you need that validation, obviously, but because it's going to feel good because you already know this is true. This is your truth. So reducing the importance, elevating it, shaking it off, making it like you don't care. Remember when someone is like, if someone is in the hospital and you don't care how you look, if you walk there in the sweatpants, you just want to be there. You want to be there for that person. That's the same way you can reduce importance in your life and make things much lighter and much more joyful. So I was excited to share this with you because it's been building up in my mind and then, you know, something triggered it and here we are sharing five steps, how to care less about what others think of you, how not to give a shit and just learning more about yourself, your self-worth by observing, getting feedback if you need to, not pleasing people, people pleasing, allowing yourself being imperfect and reducing the importance of those words, thoughts, actions of others, because there is nobody more important in your world than you. It starts with you. Yes, people you love are extremely important, extremely important, but you are the foundation of your well-being, of your health, your mind, my mental and emotional, physical health, and it starts with you. You get all the power as well. That's all, my friend. And next week, I'm going to have a super exciting announcement for you. So stay tuned. Come on over, download, hit the review buttons, leave me a review or a rating. I appreciate you so much. And I'm so happy to share these thoughts, insights, tips, hacks, practical actions for you to improve your life. If your life is 1% better tomorrow than it was today, my job is done your job is done and it's going to look so, so good in the future. I'm so excited for you to start implementing and taking action. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. 
If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.